0: Right. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACARS supporter
1: feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, everybody, the time is here. We are all headed to the Essence Fest this week. I just wanted to give you a little information on what type of show that we'll be recording. Actually, we will be recording press junket style interviews from our table at the Black Wine Experience. So if you have your tickets, we'll be in the main ballroom somewhere. I I don't know exactly, but I'll definitely put that out there on social media when we find out, but we'll have a table. We have a huge uh, retractable sign, so we're gonna be easy to find, and we're gonna record right there at the table. We are scheduled to do some vendor interviews at the table, but we wanna hear from you too. So stop by so we can record some of your feedback on your experience at the Black Wine Experience, and what your favorite winery was, what you like to drink, you know, short and sweet. But if you want to be on the show, come find us. If you don't, that's okay too. Just come say hey. So enjoy this uh, mini episode with me and Gigi of the Oprah Rose Podcast. We'll see all of you in New Orleans. Cheers. Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. But we are recording on National Bourbon Day. And I have a special guest with me. I am Sarita. You can follow me at Vine Me Up and at Swirl Suite on all social media follow the podcast, like, tweet, subscribe. We love comments. Share your thoughts. Here's my special guest. Hey, GG. What's up? <laughs>
0: How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Juggling. Yeah. Juggling. Yeah, but I'm good. I'm blessed. Hey. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me on this Friday. I know you have a thousand things to do.
0: That's all good.
1: I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Cool. Yes, yes. You've been on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's crazy that, oh, wait, no, I'll let you introduce yourself and tell the people about your podcast before I get into that. Go okay. ahead. I
0: think it's been like, I'm trying to think of the last time. It might it have been uh, probably about two years. I think it was two years ago. Wow. Yeah. So much has changed. Yes, um, it is. Yeah. Well, um, hello again, everyone, uh, to those who might've heard of me or heard of me before on the previous show, I'm Gigi from the Oprah Rose podcast, um, half of the Oprah Rose podcast. Um, and we talk about life, love, dating, um, relationships, personal, uh, development, growth, career, um, and all things in between, and uh, we have been podcasting for three and a half years, um, and so it's good to be back. It's good to be back and um, and and be with you, and uh, talk about spirits again. I don't, I don't. I think we talked about spirits the last time, but I we feel did. like
1: we yeah. yeah we 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 dabbed in spirits. We
0: <laughs> talked about a lot of other stuff, and yeah. the thing is, I
1: remember because. I asked you and Titi, how would your show be different if yeah. you were in relationships? Oh, yes. I, I asked y'all, how would the podcast be different if you
0: were in relationships? Right. You probably said only, shit, like,
1: oh, I'm be different? <laughs> not only are y'all now in relationships, but you have a baby now. So A, a lot, lot can, can happen, happen
0: in two years. Yes, it can. A lot can happen in two years. Uh, yes. So two years ago, I was not in a relationship. I was a full-time bartender. And I was just traveling when I wasn't bartending. So, um, yes. And now she and I are both in, in relationships and the show has changed,
1: (laughs) but it's, it's, it's changed, but it's like, it's developed, it's grown. You know? yeah it's enhanced
0: yes it's for the better you can yeah. only talk about whole shit for so much for so <laughs> many time or for so long and then it's like okay um let's talk about something else you yes. know so right. the good thing is that it's pushed us in a different direction sure. um and and like you said it has enhanced and evolved yeah. so so we're happy about that
1: yeah i listened to the show with the married couple in there that was really cool
0: I enjoyed them. Yeah, they're I love actually them. not too far from you. They're um they're in Baltimore. Got it. Okay. Yeah, they're in Baltimore. They're originally from New York, but they now reside in Baltimore. Um, so that was a very different and great dynamic for us too. It was, you know, sort of like um a therapy session uh, to a degree. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. I love their honesty. They were yeah,
1: very candid. They were. Yeah. And I feel like, wait, what's the couple that has the podcast now that's all over Instagram? Um, you know their names. I do. Yes, you do. They're oh god, what is their name? They're like blown up. They were on that show that was on own about being married and being in relationships, and then they moved to Instagram and now Oh, oh I don't, don't think
0: know. I know. Yes, you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God, what is their name? Okay, hold on. I know you know who I'm talking about because you're on Instagram. You have to know.
0: I am there. Um,
1: do you listen to the read? Yes. Yeah they they're friends of the read. They've been on the read twice. Oh,
0: really? I don't. I think I might have missed their episode. Oh gosh, what is oh, it? Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh no, Kadeen and Devon. Yeah, I don't know them.
1: You don't ne- Yeah. <laughs> so they're a married couple also, and they have a podcast. Okay. They remind me of um, the married couple that was on your podcast a little bit, but they're even more candid. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they tell it all. How long have they been together? Oh, gosh. Um, I think they might be around your age. And they've been together since, like, college.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. And he went to the NFL and... Um, she was like a video vixen, but then she has a degree and she was doing oh, a bunch wow. of other I mean, They got like a long, they got a lot of stories. They have wow. A lot of stories. Okay. Yeah. I'm
0: going to have to look them up.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yes, you have a position in the spirits industry. Tell us about I that.
0: I do. I do. Um, so I was able to convert my, um, bartending into, um something that I was equally as passionate about, um, but just from like a different angle. Um, so I work at Remy Quantro, um, Remy, Remy Martin, and then Quantro, the uh the complimentary spirit, I guess you could say, uh (laughs) key ingredient the key ingredient to a margarita. Um, but I do trade marketing for them um all along the East Coast, from so from down to um Maine all the way down to Florida um trade marketing meaning i market to the trade which is considered to be um uh restaurants bars um liquor stores uh the people who operate in those industries and then as well as the people who consume so it's a different um it's a different terrain because it's less strategy mm-hmm. um and more self activation and a lot more tactical um and then i work very closely alongside of my sales counterparts who are a lo- all over the East coast. Um, so it's a very busy, um, job and, uh, requires a lot of traveling, um, a lot of going out, uh, a lot of dinners, a lot of parties, quote unquote. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm, I'm moving and grooving. Um, I, recently transitioned within the company because at first I represented the whole portfolio um and now I am only on a few brands um them being Quantro, the botanist which is a gin um Mount Gay Rum Metaxa which is a Greek spirit and then Saint Remy which is a brandy so I cover those five um and yeah so when you travel to different cities and stuff what
1: exactly do you do are you the one like making drinks for them sort of talking behind it and kind of showcasing the spirit
0: um not really um at the moment, it's more so me learning the market. Uh, so in, initially, my market was only ten states, so it was Maine down to Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and now it has expanded. Um, so my most recent travel has been uh, uh, more so along with me, more so along the lines of me getting acclimated with the uh, the state, their legal mm-hmm. parameters, um, meeting with the distributor partners. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, it is illegal for a spirit company to sell directly to a consumer. So we have to go through the t- three-tier system, which is we are the supplier. We negotiate deals with a distributor partner who will then sell to a retailer who then sells to a consumer. So it's it. multi-layered Um and that requires us to have a lot of different uh, relationships with all different types of people. So my travels as of late has more so been along the lines of me meeting these people, gaining new relationships, getting comfortable with the distributor. Um, and then also seeing the bars, the restaurants and the liquor stores in which we're represented and getting an idea of how we look in that market and then creating different tactical um plans to approach um, gap closing as far as sales are concerned. So how can I help the mm-hmm. people in Florida um, increase their sales when they're down? What are we wow. doing programming wise? So um, every state, the laws are different.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: as you know, DC is a very like DC, The interesting thing about Maryland is you have DC, Maryland, and then Montgomery County County. Yeah have different laws (laughs) yes Yes. um so that is an interesting um just an interesting little pocket in general but um I'm sure you're aware but that's kind of like how I have to maneuver and navigate in my role at the moment Mm -hmm. gosh I see
1: why you're so busy that's a good
0: job yeah
1: man
0: but it's cool it's good it's um I'm learning um i love I love alcohol, you know, so <laughs> being a bartender is very easy, and it's it's you go from being like knowing the consumer like in the clientele mm-hmm. and the market from a very one side perspective sure it's nice to be able to understand the business from a larger scale um. However, because we're in the position where we are limited as far as uh, operating within that three-tier system, it's very easy to lose sight of what is actually happening Hmm. um, on the ground. Mm -hmm. So um, they try to recruit and employ people who do have um, experience in the trade because it's it's a different type of eye.
1: Sure. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So- um, how has your palette changed since you've been working for Remy? Has it changed <laughs> at all? <laughs> you know
0: what? Not really. I think if anything, I am less exposed to new things because I'm always just mm-hmm. on brand. Um, and, um, I drink, I'm drinking spirits more. So I typically really just try to drink only wine at home. I love, love, love wine. Mm-hmm. But my wine knowledge has gone like, it's plummeted since sure. I started- <laughs> we also don't have a wine portfolio. We sold it. Um, so I, I'm not up on the new and, and and, and the thing about wine knowledge is you have to continue to, drink it you have to continue to like just learn and it's just it's it's so much I think at one point I wanted to actually become like a sommelier and I think I I felt like we might have discussed that on the last show we probably did that I was interested in that Yeah. yeah Yeah, well, the same thing, what you're mentioning
1: um, is the same thing happens to people in wine, especially if you work at an actual winery, Mm -hmm. create something called a cellar palette when you only start to crave the wine that you're making.
0: Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it happens to all of us. Wow. Yeah. I I literally said to myself today, actually, I was like, I'm going to go to Astor Wines, which is this very popular Uh, wine store here in new york um Mm -hmm. i was like i'm gonna buy a really nice bottle of wine and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go but before i buy the bottle of wine i'm just gonna talk to them and you know see what's see what's out there i didn't do it (laughs) (laughs) what um what type of wine do you usually
1: drink at home what do you
0: like um, it's rosé season. So I've been drinking a lot of rosé. Mm. Um, I actually just had my man go get me a bottle because I didn't get a chance to grab this wine that I was supposed to get from Aster.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, however, had I went there, I would have gotten a really nice Napa cab, mm-hmm. um, something along the lines of like your prisoner, your, I think there's like Churchill or something just, but have them suggest me something, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. um i want i was like ready to spend like a hundred dollars on a bottle of wine tonight it's probably a better thing that i didn't go because i don't <laughs> have the money for that but <laughs> I, don't know, I was just like man i miss wine like i really miss having like a really good glass of wine
1: yeah yeah i totally understand i have a it's a funny story so the other day i was going to um do you guys have we work there Yes. Yeah. So I was going to um, a friend of mine's private tasting at a WeWork location. Mm -hmm. And it didn't start till 7. And I was teleworking that day. So I got off pretty early. So I was like, all right, it's a nice day. I'll just go downtown. So I don't know if you've ever hung out downtown DC on a nice day. And it was Wednesday. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I left the house at around 5 o'clock. Every happy hour I could think of was packed wow extremely packed there was no room at the bar there I, I even knew somebody who worked at the front and they were like yeah sorry so anyway <laughs> i ended up at this place called um mastro's um oh yes i yes. love mastro's so yes. we're mastro's and so i was like "Fuck!" first of all i have them flip-flops i'm by the walk-in mastro's i really don't care um yeah. <laughs> so i walked straight to the bar And I've had dinner there, but I've never been to the actual bar. I was like, I know this is shishi, but they got to have a happy hour. Don't they? Yeah. That's a negative. So I'm looking looking at the menu and you know, it's one of those days when you're down to like your last $50. Right. So I was sitting at the bar and I was looking at the menu. I was like, Hmm, there isn't one wine that's under $15.
0: And all the food
1: (laughs) is over $20. I was like, "Yes." yes. What are you about to do? So. I asked the bartender, I was like, y'all got a half your going on? No, no, yes. And she was just like, oh, oh we don't have those. So I was like, all right, all right. Anyway, I got a glass of wine. I ended up getting a crab cake. That shit was like $17. Um, but they slid me like this bread basket, and it was like the bread was oh. so hot that it was steaming. Oh, wow.
0: Oh, they got God. good ass bread.
1: Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. And the thing is, the two pieces in the front was pretzel bread. Uh-huh. And then they had like real butter on the side. I was like, oh. holy God, this is it. I was like, this is so worth the $45. That's <laughs> your
0: $45 so, worth.
1: Yeah. Yes. $45 later, I had a crab cake. Um, I think I had a cream so I had a sparkling French wine, and I had a bread basket in the oh. show. that's
0: was good. Yeah. That's, that sounds like a, a yeah. great Friday. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was awesome. And then I went to Wine Tasting to drink some more. But,
0: oh, good. Yeah. yeah.
1: What'd you have at the tasting? So it was actually, um, it's Black Music Month. Oh, yes, it is. So, a friend of mine, she was just gathering, like, I think it was like 10 of us, 10 of us to play music and drink black wine. So, Andre Mack, I think he has a wine bar somewhere in Brooklyn, somewhere in New York. Okay. Andre Mack, he's a black winemaker. He lives in New York, but he makes his wine out of Oregon. Really? Oh God, his wine is so good. Yeah,
0: I want to meet him.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's a really cool guy. Um, if you, if you, yeah, if you Google him, he'll come right up. But you should be able to find his wine in New York. Okay. Um, but he's always here. Um, he's a big fan of DC, and we had his red. His red is called OPP, Other People's Pinot. Oh, cute. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And then his rosé is called Love Drunk, and. His, I think his Chardonnay is called Knock on Wood. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's extremely creative. He's a, um, he's a former Somme and now he's a winemaker. And I think he is a wow. winemaker. That's but, phenomenal.
0: Yeah. I would love to go make wine. I would love to like go live in fucking France or something mm-hmm. for years and have somebody just teach me how to make wine. Yeah. And then I'd come do it. Yeah, that's all <laughs> of our dreams. <laughs> our
1: <own> capacity. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's probably like 20 years from now. I'm not doing that anytime <laughs> soon. Um But you're a city girl. I am a Wouldn't city girl. would you miss the city? Um, I mean, I'm originally you know what? I'm I am a city girl, but I'm originally from Indiana. So I I'm used to very rural towns. Sure. Um and that that feels like home to me. Okay. So, you know, I'd I love the city and and that is home. Um there's a very like youthful home and familiarity that comes with like open spaces. So, yeah. I would I would enjoy that.
1: Yeah. Is there something that you miss about Indiana that you can't get in New York?
0: Mm, my mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, honestly just clean air. You know, just, like, just really crisp, clean air. The air is different. It's just, it's incredibly different. You can just breathe and taste it. It's, yeah. it's weird. Um, and seeing the stars. You can't see the stars here because yeah. so much damn smog and pollution. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe you. I believe it.
1: Yeah. Um, is there something that you think people should drink more of, whether it's a spirit or a mixer or an herb
0: in a cocktail, anything? Um, I think people should drink more of something that they don't drink, period. Mm. Especially like um, those of us who we got that one drink mm-hmm. and that's our jam. Yeah. And we don't really risk anything you know we don't like to take chances um i i love 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 jen
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um good jen though sure you you gotta be particular with her because she'll sneak up on you and it won't Uh
1: Uh
0: uh-huh i think people should be a little bit more open to jen specifically um, there's some good gins out there. Obviously, like I represent the botanist, it's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Monkey Forty Seven is also really good. Hendrix Gin is also really good. Sure. Um, so I think if if people were a little bit more open to gin, they would find uh, that it is very pleasant, especially when you have it in a cocktail.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's nothing like gin. Like I think I've had something like oh, cucumber and gin and watermelon. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, oh it's God. so refreshing. And they throw a mint in, in there? Like, I know it's National Bourbon Day, but I'm not, dr- I don't, I don't think that June, I don't think that they picked a good day for National Bourbon Day. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it should have been in the fall. Hmm. Um. I don't, I mean, the weather is, it wasn't too hot today. It was like actually more so on the colder side. Like yeah. Um, so you could slide with a a bourbon, but if it had it been like 85, like who wants to drink a bourbon drink or neat or rocks like Mm -hmm. on June 14th? (laughs) Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. Um, have you had Green
1: Hat? It's from here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. green green hat gin is from here. They have that um we have several distilleries here. Okay, yeah. Um, we have a lot of distilleries here. They're popping up everywhere. But Green
0: There's Hat. There's a lot of local stuff popping up.
1: Yeah. And Green Hat is one of the first, though. And their uh-huh. gin is all over the place. And it's very good.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
1: Because, you know, we're, D.C., I don't know if this is still accurate, but we're like the number one drinking
0: city per capita. Really? We drink a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I I actually don't know those, those numbers or those insights, but (laughs) I wouldn't doubt it because you, the city is, you know, populated with Congress and why else just, you know, stress. Yeah. It's Um, how we
1: unwind, honestly. You said what? It's how we unwind. Unwind. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 I I get it.
1: Same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The last time, well, this was a while ago. This might've been like five years five years ago but me and my husband we just kind of bouncing around new york for a weekend and y'all had happy hours like all day on like the weekends like even yes. saturday and sunday yes mm-hmm. that's that's no that's rare for us you okay. might catch it here and there but okay I, I, you know i like that i like yeah. new york
0: it's, it's a competitive playing field. So yeah. I think a lot of places like to be able to compete in that space, mm-hmm. um, especially if they aren't like extremely high image or super trendy Yeah, um, because those places rarely have a deal or a happy hour, Yeah, they're, a ton of Mastro's basically. Mm. Um, but if they don't, if they're not trying to play in that space, then they have to, um, they have to meet in the middle a little bit and then be able to compete with someone who may not offer a happy hour but also may not be so trendy. So it works out. I, I, I love a good divey yeah. place where I can just get a good drink and sure. have a seat at the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm not overly picky.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What's something that you and um, TT drink on the show? Do you guys usually drink anymore um, during Me the podcast? Too.
0: Yes. We do, uh, you know. It's been a. We recorded um, a mashup episode with these young ladies called um, Black Girls Texting podcast, and we had shots of tequila, and we chased it with rose and called it roti. So oh, shit. that sounds perfect.
1: <laughs> Wait, I didn't. I started that episode, but I didn't get a chance to finish it. Now Girl.
0: I. We was toe up, child. We was towed up. Um, that was a nice little, a nice little mix. Chasing the, chasing the, uh, your tequila shots down with rose. Um, it'll get you there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So this portion of the show,
1: um, just a few questions, just to get to know you a little bit better. Sure. Um, okay, and we call it random and not so rapid. All right, what was the first thing you drank after you had your daughter?
0: You, I saw, that honestly is the funniest question when I saw that, when you said that to me. Um, I like laughed immediately because my one request, the only request that I had at my hospital with my friends and my family was, I want a bottle of Vauv Clicco. Um, what? delivered like after I have her that I want a glass of champagne and oh. I had a glass of champagne <laughs> that is fucking perfect that's I, perfect yeah, that, it, it was um obviously the birth was like all crazy and stuff and and by the time you get them out of you and you clean up and you're tired like you just go to sleep after you know they give you the meds and stuff but um when I woke up that next morning and, you know, people started to come and see us and see her, they, they okay. did greet me with that bottle of, um, of champagne. So, yeah. <laughs> that was a I, celebration girl. girl
1: to have a uh, yeah. One of my best friends, she has three. Mm-hmm. So She's a party of five, like her whole family's together is a party of five. God and bless. for some reason she, yeah, she likes rum. She was just like, all I want is some Jamaican rum. that was was her that was her drink but yeah I can't imagine can't imagine all right next question the ice cream truck pulls up at your house right now Mm -hmm. what are you getting
0: I am getting a popsicle
1: what kind just like a regular popsicle. a
0: cherry popsicle or red a red popsicle
1: nice and simple
0: yep it's my favorite
1: <laughs> Love it. Love
0: it. All right. So this is a fun question
1: I've never asked anybody on this show. Okay. Pick your favorite stud. I right, you got <laughs> you got Sid from the Internet. You got Samira Wiley from Orange is the New Black and the Hannah Tale. You got Ruby Rose from is also from Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. And all right, let me see if I can say her name right. As Marie. Asmari Livingston from America's Next Top Model and Empire. Which one is your fave?
0: Said hands down. Really? Yep, hands down. Okay. I I, I am obsessed with her voice. Mm. I'm obsessed with her voice, and I just feel like it's funny. My my sister like has a real life girl crush on her. <laughs> <laughs> But she just seems so cool. Like, I love her vibey energy. Um, so, yeah, that would that would be it. But I would have to say, honorable mention, Young and May. Oh, yeah.
1: I didn't I would... put her in there for a reason because I feel like it was going to be. I was like, oh, she's going to pick her. Absolutely. <laughs> Hands down. You know and me. I didn't, put, I didn't put Lena Waithe in there either. Okay. I was like, ah, everybody knows those
0: two. Right, right
1: um, let's see if I were to pick, um, I'm picking, I'm picking Samira. I like her.
0: Okay. Um, I like She's her.
1: So. She's super cute. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's so funny. That's a good question. <laughs> All right. What's your go-to drunk food? Um, it used to be chicken wings. Um, I no longer eat chicken wings. So it's whatever the ho- healthiest option that is available. So at this point, it's probably like chips, chips and salsa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that works. That works. Um, that's a really good option because mine is like, I don't know, something like fries. Mm-hmm. Um, fries smothered in something. Yeah. Did you know they smother fries in gravy in Baltimore? Do they? So, uh, so I went to Morgan State. So, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, lived in Baltimore for a long time. So my freshman year, first time in the cafeteria, I got fries, <laughs> and they they don't ask you if you fucking want fucking gravy, gravy on your fries. They just pour it on. and I was like, Yeah, nah, I don't know what that is. I no, just regular fries, no gravy. And she was like, Oh, well, you need to say something.
0: Said, what? <laughs> is huh? that what y'all do here? I don't know. I was all supposed to know, sis. <laughs> I don't know that's what they do but they that's it. hilarious
1: yeah um okay next question if you caught oprah in a regular setting would you rather be stuck in an uber in a movie theater or in your yoga class an uber easy
0: Why? Why? um even though i was even though immediately I'm hesitant to say Uber because I feel like in um that's the place where people don't want to speak the most, yeah. um, but if we're stuck and it's just she and I and obviously the Uber driver, mm-hmm. then um it gives us an op- it gives me an opportunity to be social um yeah. a movie theater, you don't really have the opportunity because a movie's playing yeah um yoga, you have to be quiet you're right. So, yeah. So an Uber, I could, we could actually have a conversation whether she, she would have to tell me no, <laughs> you know, she might not do that. Yeah.
1: No, I get you it. Know? And I was going to put like, um, can you imagine sitting next to Oprah on an airplane?
0: I, I would probably have...
1: stare at her the
0: entire time. The entire time. <laughs> I'd be like trying to put something in my, that line of sight, just so it looks like I'm looking at that and not at her.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like if, if I I was sitting next to Oprah in a movie theater and like something happens in the movie, I'd be able to accidentally nudge her and then block eyes. And then it's like a thing. And then I can say something, creating this whole thing in my head.
0: (laughs) You creating a scenario. I love it. I
1: am. I am. All right. So last question. What rapper would you rather your daughter brought home? <laughs> Lil Wayne, Lil
0: Lord. Bow Wow, or Lil Yachty? Lord have mercy. Oh, they're um, all awful.
1: They're all terrible.
0: They're all <laughs> terrible. Um, but I would probably say Lil Yachty because he doesn't smoke or drink.
1: This is true, and he writes songs. I mean, he writes, he writes songs, songs. songs. But he, yeah. yeah, and
0: he's the youngest option. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of all of those people and doesn't it. have any children
1: true true mm. true see now you're thinking like a mom, <laughs> a mom.
0: <laughs> well Gigi thanks so much for joining me this was so fun. fun always a pleasure man thank you for having me
1: sure before you go tell everybody where they can follow you and where they can follow the podcast
0: of course um i am ggmoney17 on all social platforms except for facebook um but i don't really use her so don't bother um and then you can find the Oprah rose show anywhere where you listen to podcasts
1: awesome thank you so much enjoy your
0: you thank you you too all right bye-bye bye
1: Oh, my in-laws just called to let us know they're on their way over and we're out of food.
0: Great. Luckily, Instacart helps me get groceries delivered in as fast as an hour. Plenty of time to cook an in-law-worthy meal. Now, what to make? Chicken parm. Perfect. Download the Instacart app or visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first order using the code PREPARED22. Now the only thing to worry about is dinner conversation. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Delivery subject to availability. Additional
1: terms apply.